Hi everyone, welcome to Fighting for Writing. Today I have a very special guest who deserves a big shout out on my podcast. It's my brother, Steven! Oh, it's me. I don't know, yeah, I don't know why I'm sounding like that. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think I'm too far away. Yeah, you might... I mean, it, the microphone's oh, picking you me. up. But, like, really <laughs> quietly. Okay, I'll scoot closer. How is this? Hello? Testing, testing. Please don't make my audiences deaf, but that's better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make some of them deaf. Okay. It's like not picking you up for some reason. It doesn't like me. I guess. I don't know. Speaks. Okay, look at, look at it's sometimes it like peaks and then other times it's just like. Okay, but now I'm speaking. And now it picks me up just fine, I guess. I don't know. I think your audacity is screwed. <laughs> <laughs> it picks me up laughing. So now you can all just listen to my maniacal, stupid laughter. We're probably gonna restart. <laughs> We're not restarting. You're gonna not. You're not editing this. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. So, um, this is my brother Stephen, and he. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna open a window, and Stephen's gonna talk to you about world building. I am. Well, okay. I don't know what you talked about in the last episode. Okay, wait. Yeah, but I should probably preface. We did last episode was world building, but I'm doing another one because Stephen is really good at world building, and I'm not. Yeah, All right, apparently, Steven. apparently I'm really good at world building. I don't know what she's talking about. Uh, and I also don't listen to her podcast, so I don't know what she said in the last episode. Um, but anyways, I... Yeah, it has a screen on the other side. You dingus. Wow, we were not... We were obviously weren't prepared to record this. We're sitting in a hot room. Yeah, Just like, open the window, but we have screens that move back and forth from side to side, and you know. Yeah, I think people know how windows work. Right? <sighs> hey, some people live in countries where there are I don't use screens. Germany. Yeah, they probably don't listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Apparently, I'm talking about world building. Getting back on topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you want to know about world building? Why are you bad at it? I'll start with that question. I'm bad at it because it's very daunting, and I just suck at. Starting with lands because I'm so obsessed that they have to be realistic enough that people will believe them that I just ca get caught up in that. And, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully your reader can suspend at least some disbelief because if they don't, that's kind of sad. And Oh, right. Yeah, I should probably talk more into the mic. I like to move. I'm sorry. I don't know. Jesus. Actually, when you were facing me, I didn't be picking you up better. Oh, well. I don't know. You know what? It's fine. I'll edit. Um, anyway, um, so take two. This is the world building podcast part right. two with my brother Steven. This is not the world building podcast. This is a writing podcast. This episode is about world building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also hope you're not picking up all the noise on the street since we live, you know, next. I don't care. It's way too hot. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yes, I'm daunted by world building. I suck at it. But also, I just don't like to world build because I just like to write stories. I don't want to world build. I just, I get characters that I really love and I just want to write about them. I don't give a crap about world building beforehand. How good is your continuity? It's all right so far. Well, world, world, that world building helps with continuity. <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't done anything on a grand scale enough that it would mess up the continuity super bad. So yeah, that's fine. If you have like a constrained story that just takes place in one place and nothing really major happens, the, le the least you can do is set up rules. Like if it's fantasy, I write a lot of fantasy. I do set up like rules because you don't want to be super inconsistent with like magic and stuff like that. 
But besides that, you don't need to be like, oh, well, we live on this continent in this area in this year. It doesn't really matter if it's small and constrained. Yeah. But I think at one point you mentioned you're writing some, like, adventure non-adventure. Where yeah. Where you're, like, going from continent to continent. You go south or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> That's Terra Suda. See, I did world build a little bit for that. Like, I made a kind of a language up. I mean, it is a language. But it's not, my brother Steven's really good at languages and, but he's also studying linguistics. So, you know, that's, that's kind of cheating. And, um, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I made a mythology for that and I made a language and I kept a dictionary, you know, so I wouldn't forget and how everything is conjugated. Yeah. Conjugations. That's fun. (laughs) Yes. Well, I just conjugated like German which I did um, talk about on my last episode. So you should go listen to the last episode, everyone, including Stephen. Yes. Anyway, you can just listen to the beginning or or put it on play and go into a different room. I have said that before. I guess that wouldn't technically be listening, but it counts as a listen for me. You just want to pump your numbers. I'm okay with that. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe I'll listen to it on somewhere where I can, like, turn up the speed. I'll listen to it, like, five times the speed. Yeah. You can do that. Okay. I'm moving this microphone closer to you. That's not going to work. <laughs> Just look at it then. Oh, good. He's like, his nose is almost touching the microphone right it's now. It's a very nice microphone. It's nicer than my microphone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my mic sucks. I need a new one. Just, I don't know. It's just, just, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I won't talk to you. Only you. I don't know. Well, okay. So you don't like world building. It's a daunting task. Um, What do you start with? If you do world build, when you world build, what did you start with? When I did world build, I started with basically what I wanted it to look like, which was an island nation. See your map. That looks like, oh, I didn't draw a map. No, no, no. In my head. It was like, I want it to be an island nation where there's black sand beaches, rivers going inward towards a rainforest, and there's a what, a village. Maybe it's a city. I don't know like where the line's drawn between those. Because okay, I don't but think. like every world starts in your head, right? But you can't publish your head. Yeah, but that's like where my world building started. You asked where it started, and then... I meant like physically. Oh, physically. <laughs> Uh, like, did you do any, like, writing or mapping? I like making maps. I make a shit ton of maps. No. No maps. Oh. Yeah. I just wrote the story, and then when I got to the island, I made up stuff about the island. I mean, I guess that works. I mean, do whatever works for you. I just like making maps. <laughs> yeah, tell them about maps. What about How do maps? you make maps? Well, I sit down with a piece of engineering paper, because I'm a huge nerd, and I have engineering paper, and it's yellow and lined and small, and I take all my notes on engineering paper. I love engineering paper. It's great for making maps. We're um, not sponsored by engineering paper. <laughs> well, that's not a company. It's the type of paper. Anyways, I like engineering paper. It's great for using maps, or making maps, and using them. But I just draw a shape, a general shape of sort of what I want, and then I'm like, yeah, it's good enough. That's a continent. And then if I want to do a world... Keep talking. Okay, I'm turning the mic more towards you. You're oh just like goodness. fiddling with things. Out of my voice, because I don't. Oh yeah, I accidentally did just turn it off. 
Oh, now the right. microphone's back on. There might have been a silent point there because um, I was trying to turn the microphone more Who towards knows? my brother. Anyways, and maybe it was on my rant about how I like using engineering paper. Or no, maybe it, wasn't it was the about how part. you don't like listening to your voice and I accidentally muted the microphone. Oh, perfect. And now we have that back in. This is a messy episode. Continue speaking. About... We could have restarted and you said no. We're not restarting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just make maps. I just draw random shapes that are vaguely land-shaped. I mean, look at a real map and then just be like, well, this is sort of what land looks like, and then draw it. And then you're just like, yep, that's the continent. And then you name it, you slap a name on it, and then you start drawing borders or whatever you want on it, in it. That's what I do. If I have no idea where to start. I usually have a general idea of what I want, though, so maybe not that. Okay, but do you start with worlds, or do you start with characters in your head and build worlds around them? I usually start with at least one character, or at least some semblance of... Maybe I want it to sort of go like this, and then I build the world. Because I do think one of the most important things you can do after you have an idea for a story, especially fantasy, or really anything that requires a set of rules... And things that you want really consistent, write them down right away. Uh, especially in my... That's, like, one of my big big things is writing down systems. Like, I like mapping, and it's important to do that, and I do that. Oftentimes I do that first because I'm like, well, I don't know what I want to happen. And then when I have an idea of what I want to happen, I write down systems and rules. Because if you don't have systems and rules, you're going to be super inconsistent. Like Harry Potter... <laughs> I mean, I thought Harry Potter was okay. I didn't actually end up reading all of them. I was like, eh, whatever. Um, but, like, there are, like, some inconsistencies, I feel like, in Harry Potter, especially because in the movies there are more inconsistencies because they're movies. But if you don't set up those rules, if you set up those rules, you won't have those inconsistencies. And if you don't set up those rules, you're more likely to have inconsistencies in what you write. That's definitely true. Also do outlines. Like, this has nothing to do with world building. Sort of, if you know what you want to do, write it down so you don't forget, because I'm a forgetful person. And I'm like, wait, what did I want this character to do? And then I blank out for way too long, and it's not productive. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big proponent of writing things down, because there's been so many cool things I've thought of, and I haven't written down, and then later I get upset at myself that I did not write them down. Yeah. So, even if it's just, like, one sentence or up to like a whole idea for like oh that should make a great story and I didn't write it down and then I went to bed and then I woke up and then I couldn't remember it going to bed is the worst thing you can do if you have an idea and you don't write it down yeah you I will mean, not forget it in the morning you will not forget it you, you will not remember it you will forget <laughs> it in the morning I'm very tired and it's hot and... Yeah, it must be like really hot though this is like not that hot in this room I think it's hot you live in a desert I do not. <laughs> and so when it gets hot here, I feel hot. That's true. Anyway, what were we talking about? Outlines, writing things down. I think this episode was supposed to be about world building. Yeah, it is. And I was just going to hand it over to you. Oh, uh, yeah, about but I don't know. Stuff. I don't know how your podcast works. I listen to half it, your first a, episode. It's, a, it's whatever it is. <laughs> just talk about whatever you want. Well, world I have no languages. Format. You wanted me to talk about yeah, languages. Yeah, talk about languages. Steven's really good at languages. <sighs> He's made his own languages. He has, sort like, of. diagrams of them, and I don't. So go for it, languages. Just, I don't know. What, what do you want me to say about languages? Languages are hard to make because languages in real life are complex. 
Uh, making a conlang takes a lot of time and patience. Making a what? Conlang, constructed language. Okay, yeah. Uh, sorry, that's the abbreviation for a fake language is a conlang. Um, that only works if it's a language and not a cipher. So a cipher is where I take an English word, translate it directly into another language. All the grammar is the same. Sometimes the letters can look the same. Even if they don't, it's still technically a cipher. I think it's called a Yeah, it's a cipher. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do ciphers because I think that's not as fun. And I like to waste my time. Because if I can't think of something to write, I like to world build because it's easier for me, I guess. Writing stories is hard. World building for me is a lot easier because you just make shit up. I mean, that's what writing is too, I guess, but it's, it's easier when you world build. Where do you start with like a language though? Ooh, I start where no one wants to and that's grammar. I hate grammar. Yeah, most people I'm just do. throwing that out there. I hate English grammar. I hate every grammar. I hate grammar in every language that I've had to learn. <laughs> I literally stopped taking German classes in university because all the upper level classes were grammar ones and I hate grammar. Yeah, I almost failed Russian because I just couldn't get the grammar right. Yeah. But I like grammar. I think it's really important because it's how we communicate. Like we can communicate through just words alone, but if you just string a bunch of random words together, it's not really going to make sense as much. You could probably figure it out if you're a native speaker, but if you're not, then it won't make any sense. And so I think grammar is important. And it's good to start out with the very, very base level, how you want things to be organized. So like English, it's subject, verb, object. I do this. Someone does something. I but, throw the ball. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I am the subject. What do I do? I throw. What am I throwing? The ball. Yeah, there you go. So you're getting it. You're good at grammar. No. <laughs> yeah, that's basically English grammar in a nutshell. Actually, that's English grammar in several sentences. Um, but other languages don't do it that way. And so you have to figure out at least what your general word order is. I made a huge list of the one I'm working on now that goes through every type of word where it would be. That's probably a little extra. I don't think you really need to do that. But you can. I mean, I go unnecessary is what I do. I don't think it's unnecessary, though, because you like to do it. That's true. I mean, I do, <laughs> I do really enjoy it, but I wouldn't say it's, like, super useful for everything if you're just doing, like, maybe a few sentences in a different language or if it's written. It's different. That's, there's another thing is the difference between written and spoken language. In one of my stories, all, all it was was, like, three words, but... Um, the spoken one was slang, which is weird, and you wouldn't know that if you didn't know the language. But one of the spoken ones was a slang. And so it's important to know the difference. Hey, how do we speak versus how do we write is also very important when you're making a language. I personally start with written language. I think it's easier because it's written language is a lot more structured. But after grammar, you get to vote. Vocab is the easiest. Yes. Part to make up. One of the <laughs> hardest parts to learn. Because that's where you can kind of take English words or concepts and just kind of not directly translate them, but sort of. One of the big things after grammar, when you're getting into vocab, is where do these people live? What are they doing? So the one I'm working on right now has different words for sand because they live in a desert. So different types of sand. 
It's coarse and rough and, and irritating. irritating. Like it's everywhere. <laughs> there's that type of sand, and there's like rocky sand, and there's like really, really soft sand. So there's like different things. There's different words for like death in in that one too, because they have different like types of death. There's the one where it's like a god granted death, where it's like, yeah, you died. It was your time. And then there's the one where it's like you, you died, but you probably shouldn't have. You dumbass. <laughs> like it's like you die, but you're doing something stupid, and so you, or like you know Darwin other things. Award dumb. Yeah, like there's like the Darwin Award death part, and so like, I mean it's for other ones too. Whenever it's not like oh, like if you died in battle, that's like okay, yeah, that's okay. You died in battle, you were protecting us, you were doing what we wanted, so it's okay. But then there's the one where it's like, well, you got killed because maybe you were committing a crime and did. I guess it is just Darwin Awards, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is basically just like you did something stupid and you died. <laughs> like if you if you die on accident or things like that, it's kind of like meh. It's not really your time. It wasn't your time. So there's different ideas in there, in this fake culture that I've made up about death and life and sand. So like, because you were talking a lot about how it intertwines with their culture. Are you making a lot of the culture before you make a language or it just kind of comes along with it? Because language and culture are really closely like bound even in today's world, even though we don't really think about it. It's called the Sapir Whorf hypothesis. But, uh, okay. <laughs> well, part of it. That's a, a very uh, an important thing in linguistics is, um, well, the Sapir Whorf hypothesis was linguistic determinism, which no one really buys anymore. It's that culture is language. It's communicated through language, but it's not. They're not one and the same. No, but um, definitely. Yeah, so it's culture it. influences language, and then language influences culture, is the weak hypothesis, or uh, and I forgot the other actual term for it, but whatever. That's just my minor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, linguistics is just as minor, so don't take them too seriously. <laughs> yeah, don't believe a word I say. I just make stuff up. Because <laughs> I'm a writer. It's what I do. I kind of start with the culture. And then it grows. Everything sort of goes together. I wouldn't say I do one first and then the other. I would definitely say I do vocabulary last in terms of language building. Because that's the most unnecessary part of language. Like, obviously, it's how we communicate ideas. But in the terms of making up a language, it doesn't really matter what it sounds like. As long as it sounds consistent. The only thing you have to do know about vocab is choose what sounds the language has and stick with it. Sometimes English uses O-U-G-H to a bazillion different sounds. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's another thing is, is if you really want to go in depth about language and your world is really massive, this would be a pain and I personally don't do it because it sounds awful. Have different languages influence each other that would be very realistic because we have French, Latin, German. I mean, English is a Germanic language. People will say it's a Latin language. That's not true. Um, it is a Germanic language. But yeah, suck it, Latin speakers. But we lost a lot of the Germanic <laughs> because of the Romans. <laughs> no, because of other things. And, like, there's the French influence. There's, we have a lot of French. Where tissue is French. It's, I think it's, like, Middle French or something. It's weird. He's looking at me like I know which yeah, French tissue comes from. <laughs> Anyways, there's a lot of influences, external influences on English, especially, which is why it sounds so weird to literally everyone in the world. So you could do that. That just sounds awful. 
But then you have more sounds to work with. It just sounds... Well, it, it seems like an awful and painful process. You can definitely do it, though. Yeah, see, because I like vocab. You said that's the last thing you do, but I feel like that's the first thing I do because I come to a point in my story where they start speaking to each other and I'm like, oh, I need a word for I and a word for you or something. And then I'm like, better start making up vocab and I'll come up with the grammar later. <laughs> I mean, you can do it that way. I just, the way I do it's different because I'm using it over a multitude of stories over and over again. And in my case, the language I'm working on is actually the base for like the main continent's magic system. So it's also why I need a lot of That's it. That's true. Yeah, like he has like a whole like world world and this is just like one little That's island like that I was using in my continents Terracita. or something. Yeah. It's so really it, big. Right, do they all speak the same language? No. Oh, okay. Parking back to last episode where I'm like, all my characters just speak the same language to make it easy for me. I mean, most of my <laughs> characters do because most of them are from this one place because I'm too lazy to do characters from other places. That's hard and complicated. No, I mean, so if I have a story set in one area, they're all going to speak the same language, which doesn't make sense because if they go to a different area and then you had you read my other story that was like, hey, but they spoke English here. They're not actually, I just obviously, I'm not going to go through the painful process of giving everyone a different language and having the reader figure out what they mean. <laughs> that would really be rude. That would be rude. I don't know. I wrote, I think the, the only time I've ever done something like that was I wrote a bilingual story with German and then all the, all the dialogue was in German. Why did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> to see if I could. And I did. And it still worked. So I, I, I had someone read it who didn't speak German, and they still liked it, and they got angry at me when I killed the main character. Hey, don't give away the ending of your story. It won't go Just anywhere. <laughs> also, the German's really bad. Like, I didn't know German well enough to actually write in German, but I did. So it's some, like, crappy German dialogue in the middle of your English story? I mean, I had my German teacher check it, and she said it was okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Frau was a good teacher. Yeah, Frau was a good teacher. Yeah. So. Shout out to Frau. Which is weird, because if you speak German and we're, you're just hearing us say shout out to Frau, that's really rude. Shout out to woman. That's yeah. what she wanted to be called. Our German teacher just wanted to be called Frau. I think it's because her last name was definitely not German, so it didn't really Her last roll name off. could be German. Yeah, but it didn't really roll off the tongue well for high schoolers. I think she just didn't give a crap. Also that, yeah. She, she was, was like, really call chill. me Frau, because it's care. just easy like it's one word it's four letters it's just frau she did tell us yeah she did tell us that don't do that to actual german people hey frau <laughs> yeah that's kind of rude yeah i lived in germany mm -hmm. probably they would not like that a lot yeah, i might have been slapped or something if i'd done that in the little village I if lived you had in. done that it's a good thing you had that clarifying i thought you were yeah, like no actually slapped. that would have been funnier no never mind no one slapped me in germany Rats. wait Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Got slapped with the fine. No, just kidding. I, I forgot to write my time on like a train ticket once on a Eurorail pass, and I was fined ten dollars. Ten dollars. I'm oh, sorry, ten euros. There we go. Money. That's another thing you should put in your world. Oh yeah, world different money. Economics. I don't really go too much into different money. I do go into economics because I'm a weird person. Yeah, um, he I likes like... weird things. 
That's rude. And yeah, I said that <laughs> to sound weird. Yeah, anyways. I wouldn't stress economics unless you're... So, my again, my story, I keep bringing it up because I'm full of myself. Um, because that's what I know. Uh, <laughs> me and my story and Yeah, myself. me and my story. Like, <laughs> it spans many, many years. And so, because it's like, I'm just telling the stories of this world. I'm putting myself in the shoes of a historical fiction author if they lived there. Which sounds pretentious now that I say it out loud. I think it uh, sounds cool. I think it sounds pretentious, but whatever. I don't care what you think. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast now. It's run by my brother. That's right. It's my, my podcast now. So if you don't like my voice, leave now. Don't listen to the rest ever again. <laughs> Are you even talking in your normal voice? Yes. Oh, okay. Kind of. I don't know. He has like a really deep voice and sometimes he makes it higher because people think he's angry. Yeah, I had a teacher in high school once who was like, don't get angry with me. And I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm just talking. I'm sorry. My voice dropped in high school because I am a child. Anyways, so back to economics because everyone wants to hear about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is going great. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't stress it too much. It was my big, big thing. Um, in my case, I do because they're like... Like, certain wars and conflicts have started over, like, economic reasons. So if you're going to go into, like, why a war started, like, really in-depth, it'll probably have some economic thing somewhere. If it's, like, a modern war. If it's, like, like medieval times, it's just, like, we want more land. Which, I mean, is kind of economics, but not really important It's, economics. like, simpler ep- yeah, economics. It's, like, I want money, <laughs> which is what basically war boils down to if it has That's to do with true. economics. It's just, I want money. So you can just boil it down to that and oversimplify it. Be like, oh, this land had a precious resource or something. And then be like, yeah, money. (laughs) Um, I don't go too deep into it. I mean, I do in like my... I also write like non-fictions for it. So I actually know what's going on. So I do like timelines and then I do like short, I don't know, like 1200 word, like non-fiction, like textbook style writings about it, which would bore people to death. I'm sure. I think they're cool. Yeah, I think they're cool too, but... It's like the Silmarillion. Yeah, but you didn't read all of the Silmarillion. I read all of the Silmarillion once, except... Yeah, so you skipped parts. For the chapter that went, and blah, 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 begat, blah, blah, and blah, begat, blah. It's those Bible chapters. That's what differs mine from the Silmarillion, though, is because (laughs) it's not like the Bible. It reads like a textbook, (sighs) not the Bible. Not a... Bible's textbook, a textbook though. for Christians. Yeah, that's true. Do they read it, though? Do you read it? If you're Christian and... Wait, this isn't a YouTube video. I was going to be like, comment below. This isn't YouTube. You can comment somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Can you plug your Insta? Yeah, on my Instagram. And tag me. <laughs> I don't dun, use dun. social media, so I don't, know how, I don't know how any of this works. But... Yeah, I wouldn't stress economics that much. Okay, talk about your timelines then, because he makes really detailed timelines. Like, they're not detailed, they're just long. <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> like, I mean, I have, okay, de- <laughs> you were talking about the begats. I do that in my timeline, because I want to know how old people are, so it's not, like, completely unreasonable. Because if they're like, oh, I'm like, oh, they're 600 years old, but they're just, like, a regular dude, I'm like, oh, whoops, that doesn't make any sense. Well, what do you use? Like, tell them the resources you use. Resources. I use Excel because I don't know how to make timelines. There we go. See? So I just use Excel. It's not the best for timelines, but it keeps everything evenly spaced. So, and because of 
it's really unnecessary. I really should do periods of like five years or something, but every every cell is a year. And I have like 10,000 of them. So they're really big Excel documents, really unnecessarily large. I do break them up into smaller like periods, but they're still like 400. It's, it's unnecessary. Find a better software. And if you find a better software, tag Tate. That's right. And she'll let me know. <laughs> I'm certain there's one out there. I just don't know. I don't know. I like your Excel timelines. It's because it, it's it's obviously more like a list timeline instead of like, you know how in high school or whatever, you used to have to literally draw a line and like write the dates on little marks coming off of it and be like, in this BC, Julius Caesar was stabbed. And in this BC, the yeah. Roman Empire fell apart. Yeah, no to timeline. Yeah, but is. like, OK, I'm explaining <laughs> to the people listening. I'm sure they know. But <laughs> If you had, if, I feel like if I had to do that for a story, it would really annoy me. And I feel like actually the list timeline is a lot better. I think the list timeline is better organized, but like visually, if I like showed it to someone and I was like, or if like for some reason it took, you know, I don't know, 45 pages of a short story collection to explain when everything happens, it would look nicer if it was a line and not just a list of when things happen. A really long line, though. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it, it takes... It's, so, like you know, it's like a fold Wrapping out. around a room multiple times. It's like times. an old-timey magazine where they come with, like, posters that fold out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be like idea. that. Except it'll just be really small and long. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be That'll funny. be funny. But I don't, I don't know. But I like doing timelines. Timelines are also important for consistency, especially if you're writing something that has extensive history. I like history. I don't study it because I think it's boring to study, but I do like making history. It's more fun oh! to make up history. You just said you like making history. <laughs> yeah, I like making up history. I like making history, people. I'm Steven and I make history. <laughs> I will not make history. I'm assuming no one knows who I am. It'd be weird if you listened to this and you did, except maybe... Yeah, some of my friends listen to this yeah, so I they guess. know who you are. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I have friends. Sure. <laughs> she thinks she has friends. She's Most of them are imaginary. It happens sometimes to people. I'm certain maybe someone I know will listen to this. But they probably don't know me that well. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked at me like I don't know him that well or something. No, I just don't think your friends know Yo, me Yo, we've, well. like, lived together for 23 years. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in high school anymore. <laughs> Yeah. So you yeah, better so drop that angry voice. My youngest brother. I'm facade. 23. <laughs> you are my youngest brother. It's how I differentiate I mean, people yeah. without telling Actually, everyone your, your names. I don't brother. know. Yeah. <laughs> I just made up the older one and the other one. Like he said, I have many imaginary friends, and two of them are my other brothers. I don't know. There was this one my time. My brother's from and another I, the mother. The oldest brother. Gaslit Joe into thinking he had a younger, younger brother. What? Yeah, I don't know why we did that. Jeez. We used to just make people think they were adopted. <laughs> it's basically the same, just meaner. Wow. Lovely. And you can put that in your world building. Yeah. Gaslight people. That, yeah, okay. family relationships are great. Put them in your world building. That actually, okay, back to timelines. That's what's used. they're useful too, is forming family relationships. When people are born, when they get married, who's their child? It's useful, especially in lineages where I do, like, monarchies that go on for years and years and years. Because then I have a list of all the monarchs, when they were born, how old they are when they die. Very useful. As a completely side note, this is something I've been thinking about writing. Yeah. 
this is just completely this has nothing to do with world building i want to try writing a story where i gaslight the reader you can probably do that yeah so the character is like a dick and he thinks everyone around him is stupid okay but he's the dumb one well wouldn't they know so it's just like a narcissist as they're reading it I mean, yeah, the idea is that they pick up on that eventually. They go from liking the main character to hating him at the end because he's actually a narcissist who just thinks everyone around him is pathetic. Oh. I want to gaslight the reader into liking a character. (gasps) Which I've done before, sort of, where it's like, well, I make stories, and because I'm doing, like, historical fiction perspective, sometimes they're rather really bad people. Hitler. Not Hitler. None of it's none of it's real. But like, I'll try to convince the, the people to like this character, like the the war one I wrote, where this character is going through a war torn city. He's act- everyone thought that the guys invading were the bad guys, and I mean they kind of were, but they were um, actually the good guys. They kind of were burning people to death. Yeah, he's is a anyone the good guy there? No. See. Except for the poor soldier who was just trying yeah, to get back to his wife. Yeah, he was actually, I didn't gaslight him, like, <laughs> not liking the main character. He was just trying to get back to his wife, and it was a very tragic story, and I'm still upset about it. But his faction was terrible. The people he worked for were evil people. Like Darth Vader. Sure. How he worked for the Emperor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he wasn't a gen- he was just a dude. Uh, it's more like a stormtrooper. Okay, this st- dude's just like a stormtrooper. Yeah. A poor little stormtrooper who never did anything from wrong. The, the sequels who, like, turned good. Oh, I don't know. Over. I didn't watch them. Yeah, I didn't watch them either. I thought you watched the first one. I watched part of it. So you tell like, me. I don't like this. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, Rogue One is good. So moving yeah, on. <laughs> that too. Rogue One is good. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, because that was just a side note. But I wanted to tell you because you like writing. I think that'd be funny. And then everyone listening is like, why would you want to gaslight me? <laughs> Prepare to be gaslighted, <laughs> buddies. Gaslighted. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's a word, right? Gaslit. Oh, gaslit. Wouldn't it be gaslit? I don't know. That sounds Prepare right. Prepare to, to be gaslitted. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's even worse. I was talking about timelines. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about timelines. Why did I want to bring that up during timelines? I did have some reason, and then I forgot what it was, because I didn't write it down. Characters, talking about monarchies. Not timelines, gaslighting the reader. (laughs) Oh, but we were talking about that while we were talking about timelines. Yeah, but I had a reason to bring it up during timelines. Yeah, so I was trying to jog your memory by telling you what we were talking about. Yeah, of course. (laughs) I knew that. Okay, this boy had surgery a while ago. Apparently his brain is still affected, even though it's been like four weeks. (laughs) It wasn't even brain surgery. (laughs) Yeah, it was... uh, No, I'm just kidding. I know what it was, but I don't know if he wants me to say what it was on the air. I don't care. It was jaw surgery. It had jaw surgery. It was really weird. Yeah, it was bit by jaws. Yeah. That's what they call surgery after you get bit by a shark. It's jaw surgery. Yeah. Oh, I was saying it because if you published a timeline, you could lie about when things happen because historians did that all the time. Ancient historians lie all oh the time. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. I just want to lie to my readers with the world I build about the Lord of Voices now. Yeah. I'm going to lie to you people. Okay, you shouldn't let them know because now they know you're going <laughs> to <laughs> They don't know which parts are going to be the lie. Oh, that's true. Now do they? But, like, so obviously, I do have things in my story where I write in red 
because that's annoying. And so I see it. Um, where it's like, the reader doesn't know this. I lie to readers a lot in my stories. I do want to ga- do, still do the, like, the gaslighting story, but that's like a whole other thing. But like, uh, <laughs> I do lie to my readers sometimes. You have to make the protagonist feel like a protagonist because you have to, to some extent, want the reader to like the protagonist. That's true. And so I do lie to my readers. <laughs> and it's great. And I suggest you do it, too, if you like writing. Uh, <laughs> no, but, like, because of the histories and complex things of the world, there are some people in my writing who think they're in the right because of a history that they know. And then there's others who think they're in the right because their history they know. So there's different histories going on. And so when you make timelines, you can make two is what I do sometimes. Or I do the red ink thing where it's like, this is what actually happens. But the readers don't know that. Yeah. And so you, you like, I like doing fake outs to my readers. Like what? Where you lie to them and then they have to, and they figure out later. Oh, how mean your characters are or something? How I lied to them. Oh. <laughs> how mean I am to them. <laughs> what stories have you lied in? I've read like all your stuff. He just raised his eyebrows at me like, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, she doesn't know. Oh my gosh. She doesn't know when I lied to her. No, I, don't, I haven't really done it in the one I'm doing now. It was a really old story I worked on where I was lying to the reader the whole time. Basically, yeah. Which story? Uh, it was really old. It was like a sci-fi one. And I want to get into sci-fi again. And I will with this fantasy one. It'll be fantasy sci-fi. Which I don't know how to write. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> we get Have there. Fun. Yeah. I'm kind of going like linearly through periods. So it's okay. I'll get there, you know, in like 30 years. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll still be lying to you in my writing. Yeah, and I'm just—I've been lied to. <laughs> yeah, it was like, well, it was like really—it was when I was in—I don't know—I think I started writing it in middle school and high school. So I was like, kind of a kid. Like in your first episode, when you talked about how shitty your stories were. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just wait till the next episode, guys. I'm at home. And I found some of my manuscripts, like my original Soul Eater one and my crappy Ancient Egypt one. And I will be reading some of those on the next episode for fun because they suck. (laughs) Especially the Ancient Egypt one. I was laughing out loud about how crappy my writing was. Anyway, back to you, Steven. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, it was like a classic like alien invasion kind of thing. And like. The reason the aliens invaded was, like, different than everyone thought is basically what it was. So I'm lying to you the whole time. Was it water? No, it's not water. It wasn't that, like, pathetic. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And you could just throw a cup of water on them. (laughs) I think in my original draft, it was actually a weird version of humanity because they had... It was to a point where they had, like, developed interstellar travel and this one, like, colony got, like, lost or something. Mm, Okay. It was something like that. So it was, like, sort of, like, not... Super tropey, but the whole alien invasion thing was tropey because alien invasions are always kind of tropey. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Independence Day was very original. Independence Day was good. It doesn't mean they're not good. You can use tropes. Not, again, nothing to do with world building. You can use tropes and correctly, and they can still be very useful and good. Just because you use tropes, it doesn't mean you're bad at writing. I think everyone uses tropes because they're just to. like there. Like it's, it's, there's, there's too many things that have already been written. That no matter how hard you try to stay away from tropes, there's going to be a trope in your story. Yeah. And, like, I'll show my writing to someone, and they're like, oh, you're like this person. And I'm like, oh, 
Am I? I don't know. I haven't read them. <laughs> That's my problem. I don't read enough, like, modern-day authors. They're like, you're like this, or what is your book like compared to modern-day authors? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like Sherlock Holmes. That was published a long time ago. <laughs> which one are you? Wait, which one? No, I'm, <laughs> that was just oh, that a was random just an example. example. I was like, which I don't one know. Of your like, no, like I don't have a Sherlock Holmes. Holmes story. I would love to write a Sherlock Holmes story because he's now in the public domain. People. Oh yeah, he is. But I do love Sherlock Holmes. No, it was like um, the novel I'm trying to find agents for. I have to find comp titles, and yeah, yeah. my comp title is. The Road, which isn't that old, but it hasn't been published within the last five years either. Yeah. So, Wait, it has to be published within the last five no, years. No, I don't think it does, but they prefer more modern ones so they can see what the market is like for it. I guess that's fair. People compare my writing sometimes to George R. R. Martin. Yeah, we've never read any of his stuff. Oh, wait, I tried to read the first Game of Thrones. Thrones. I never saw it either. I was, like, way too young when it came out. I wasn't... I don't know. The the first book just confused me because there are too many characters. Maybe I should read it again, try and read it again now that I'm older. But when I first tried to read it, it was just too confusing because I couldn't keep track of everyone. (laughs) That's why I like writing short stories because it's easier to keep track of everything. But also, like, if you do have a story with a million characters, I feel like you should. And maybe he did this and I was just dumb and didn't flip to the back or the front. Or maybe he did this in other books or I don't know. You can have a list of your characters at the front. That's totally okay. And it's actually very helpful if there's lots of characters because maybe they just pop up every once in a while because they're like a cousin to the family. But you're like, who is this again? You can flip to the front and it's like Bob's cousin. And then you're like, oh, good. Yeah. And I remember who this fellow is. I feel like that's totally okay to do. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I do have lists of characters. There's another thing. I guess, I don't know if that counts as world building. I don't know really. Yeah, no, I want you to talk about characters because he's good at like making up character things. You say that. I don't really know what that means. Like their little stories and their names and their personalities. Like he has a little document of like the 10 most powerful mages in, except there's more than 10 now, isn't there? It's just a list of powerful mages and lists of powerful (laughs) non-mages. Um, I keep them separate because I don't like them mingling. No, um, (laughs) because it's easier to keep track of them that way. Um, And because when I made the list, they happened to all be mages at first. And then I was like, oh, whoops. So I just split them. I don't know. Naming is something I'm not good at. Whether or not Tate thinks I am good at it, I'm not. Because what I do is I slap my keyboard a lot. (laughs) Or I just, like, I'll, I'll message my friend if he's, like, online and gaming. And I'll be like, a letter, letter now, any letter. <laughs> and I'll just make up a name from that letter. Or I use name generators, which is kind of cheating, but I use them. And I just cycle through them as fast as I can to get, like, syllables. And I just slap things together. Um, well, they always sound clever. really good, though. Like, anytime I try to slap things together, I'm like... No, that's too stupid to put in a story. I don't know. It seems like a you issue. <laughs> Probably. <I'm, laughs> maybe I'm just super... I'm too picky. But also, names aren't permanent. You can go in and change them. That's true. The... Uh, what was it? The the soldier story. I changed the character's name. Because <laughs> I made the whole story. I wrote the whole story. I showed it to my girlfriend. And she was like, oh, is this a reference to that? And I'm like, nope. And so I changed the entire the whole name. <gasps> a reference to what? It was a, a reference to our first date, and I don't need to regale your listeners to our, Why our first date Why did you think it was a girlfriend. reference to your first date, though? Because of the name. 
What was the person's name? It was an author. We went to the library, a library for part of our first date. Oh. So you now I have to tell the story for you to get it. Okay. Well, yeah, now I'm just curious. I'll tell you Okay. <laughs> well, apparently it had something to do with some author mentioned in the story. Yeah, the author of, of the, the book we were looking at in the library. Was the same author mentioned in the story? No, it, was, it had the same name. Oh, okay. And so I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's not a reference to this person, so I changed their whole name. Okay. Got and it. you can do that. With the miracle of modern technology, it's really easy. Unless you handwrite your stories. You can still do it. Easy. Then you can go back and find them and cross them out and write them up above. Yeah, that'll be really fun. <laughs> but, I mean, if you handwrite your stories, you should probably reread them anyways. Yeah. It's part well, of the editing process. To, <laughs> you have to reread your stories yeah. no matter how you produce them for yeah. editing, which is the worst part of writing. It is. I think. I was going to say, no, it's not that bad, but no, yeah, it is. Then I'd be gaslighting you, <gasps> Tate, and not you, the listener. And you, the listener. Actually, I'd be lying to everyone. He's a liar. Yeah. My brother's just a big liar. I've actually lied this whole time. I'm not studying linguistics. <laughs> I've never written a story. <laughs> and I'm that's the end of this episode. No, and I'm that's how you do world building, is you make things up on the spot. <laughs> if people ask you questions about world building and you're writing, lie. Say so you're really good at it. Well, everything he said about lying was a lie, so now we're just confusing you about if this is a truth or not. Yeah, this is going to be a confusing episode because I like goofing people. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. That was a terrible guest idea. Um. He was like, hey, you haven't given me a shout-out on your podcast yet. And I was like, yeah. okay, why don't we just do an episode together? And he's like, I'm going to talk about world-building. And did I said, I we already did one on world-building. He said... I'm going to talk about world building. No, I said it was okay. We could do another one because he's really good at world building. I don't but yeah, the whole the whole part about him not getting a shout out on my podcast yet is true. So I said, well, then you can just be in an episode with me and I'll shout you out at the beginning, which I did. So check. Check that box. <laughs> okay, okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was joking. And then I ended up here. On a podcast. Well, I told you we could talk about anything you wanted to. We kind of do. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to talk about world building now. We, we can, can talk about, I don't know. Want. What else? What, else? what other part of world building? I just can't think. It's hard to, like, describe what makes a good world building session. Because I've deleted probably more than I've written. That's in, a good point to make world. out. To make out? To point out? <laughs> I think the, the words you're looking for are point out. It's a good Let's, point to make. It's a good point to make. We can talk Let's about editing. not make Because nobody likes editing. <laughs> we can talk about it and why it's important, even though it sucks. I just wanted to say that it's good to point out that you've deleted a lot of things because some people are like, I can't delete anything, or they just get upset that they have a lot to delete. And I do too. Like, sometimes I'm upset that I have to delete stuff, but it's also because it's trash, Okay, yeah. so it needs to go, and sometimes it's hard, but it's good to point out that the finished product that you see went through a lot of delete this and move this around and change this character's name, and oh, the continuity isn't right, so I have to go change this. And you're seeing the finished product, so you don't see the work and all the, like, crying that went into it. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> Editing sucks. It's terrible, because you go through the story... And especially for things that are really dear to you, 
you don't want to take him out, but sometimes you're like, yeah, I kind of have to. It doesn't yeah. work here. It shouldn't be here. Take it out. Yeah. There were so many scenes, like, because I just finished editing my first Soul Eater novel, and some of them I thought were super good, but I was like, yeah, that's not... It just doesn't work anymore. And when I wrote it when I was 21 and thought I was, you know, the smartest person on planet Earth, I thought it worked. Hello, you met me when I was 21. <laughs> what do you mean met you? I knew you like, he knew me. It was right after I got back from Ukraine. Yeah, that's when I met my sister. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, I'm just giving you that look because I wrote stuff when I was 21 and it still holds up. Oh, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. If you're 23, you'll see what you think when you're 29, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you guys know how old I am. I already don't fart. like my writing, so whatever. <laughs> His writing's good. But I did realize, which I should have done at the first part of the episode, is shout out my ink it. Oh, yeah, he has an ink it. <laughs> Where I share my stories, including the boring textbook ones. Woo! We're going to shout that out now, and we're going to say it again at the end, if we remember. I'll just, just leave it on check my phone. Out. So okay. <laughs> leave it up. Uh, I need to sign in because I don't remember. Okay, what he's going to sign. What are we talking about editing? Oh, yeah. So I cut out a lot of Soul Eater. I cut out a whole character of Soul Eater, even though I loved him because he just didn't belong. And I, I feel like I talked about this in the first or second episode. And it was hard. And I actually still have the draft with him in it saved on my computer in case I ever need to go read it to remember him. <laughs> but also, the story is just so much better without him in it. So, editing is hard, but okay. I realized we could also put probably put the link in the description. Can you put like descriptions on your podcast? Yeah, I can put a link into your cool. ink it. But uh, he's saying it anyways. Here we go. Yeah, it's H Merrill M E R R I L L on inkit.com. And it's like ink and then I T T for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. So it's I N K I T T dot com and then search H Merrill. Yep. And it's called Written in Chalk, The Histories of Orth Tier. Yeah, and it's ongoing. Uh, the chapters change all the time. Nothing is consistent. Wait, they change all the time? You don't well, keep the, the same the, stuff up there? Well, no, the numbers change because oh, okay. I'm adding stuff both before <laughs> and after because I'm going kind of in whatever order I feel like. Okay. Orth Tier is the world I made, and then I'm writing an unnecessary amount about it. It's not unnecessary. You keep saying that, but I don't think it is because I admire Jared Tolkien so much and the amount of stuff that he wrote about Middle Earth is like, whoa. Okay, so. <laughs> How many people read that stuff? Uh, well, I spend like three hours reading Lord of the Rings articles. Yeah. Literally one time I spent three hours. And that's why I always go revert to this three hour mark because I did once spend three hours reading about Lord of the Rings mythology after reading like the first chapter of the Fellowship of the Ring. And then I was like, I have to stop getting so into this. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep doing this for the rest of my days. So I had to like take a step back and take a breather from Lord of the Rings before reading it again. That's fair. <laughs> I, I've done that with like video games. Because yeah. I, I, I play Elder Scrolls games. And yeah, I, I will sometimes just wiki blast. But yeah, so again, maybe some people read it. Anyways, that's my thing that I write. Yeah. Oh, wait, talk about research. We were mentioning that earlier. Oh, yeah, research. Um, I use Wikipedia. He is smarter than that. So go for I it. I start with Wikipedia. It's a good base plate for his Wikipedia. Um, I do have some books on things, especially like Herb's. Um, he means herbs. Herbs. <laughs> it's more fun to say herbs. Um, 
because uh, I sometimes Wikipedia, if you search like what thing does this in Google, it'll bring up random information that isn't really necessary. Or it's like how to make a tea out of this, and I'm like, I don't. Okay, whatever. I don't care. But Wikipedia is a good place to start, and then sometimes I build off that. Um, I have read research articles, which is I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I think it depends. I think it like depends on what you're research. doing. Yeah, but this was for a footnote. Well, my brother's <laughs> crazy. But uh, yeah. if you need to read research papers because you're trying to make a world really realistic or it's even set in the real world and you need to research like what London was like in 1867 then yeah read research papers that'd probably help or just get a book from the library that's probably more fun too. oh my gosh go to your local library shout out to libraries use libraries they're free they save you money they're awesome yeah they're great and if you're a university student like I am go to your university library they're big and they do ILLs interlibrary loans so you can probably get most books. Lots of libraries do interlibrary loans that aren't university libraries. Yeah, but university By the way, li- just so everyone yeah, well, knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing with university libraries, which is, I guess some districts probably do this too, is that their interlibrary loans are sometimes larger. They can get from weird places. They can get from weird places. They do. <laughs> I think it's like Idaho State that I get all my Japanese books from. I don't know why. I think it was, it was Idaho or Ohio. It's... I don't remember which because I don't care. It's a Ouch. state nobody cares about, but apparently Whoa, they have a massive... we can't insult <laughs> states true. like that on my podcast. I can. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He's in charge now. No, I'm just a guest, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just a weird, random state. Apparently, they have a massive collection of Asian studies stuff, but it was really useful. Um, and if you have a big university library, sometimes they have maps, and maps are cool, and you can use them, and they're useful, because they have all types of sizes, places, and so you can look at those for reference when you're making your own maps and world building. Libraries are your friend. Yeah, definitely. Like I said in the last episode, utilize anything free, but I had forgotten libraries, so definitely use libraries. I go to the library all the time. And you forgot it. Yeah, I know. That's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Because I mentioned things that I use on my computer from home, like the lazy butt that I am sitting around in my gym shorts all day. But except for when I have to go to work, then I actually, you know, dress up. (laughs) There are also AI search engines. And this is a weird thing, weird topic to bring up in a writing podcast because a lot of writers don't like AI, me included, in terms of like it making things up because it can't. But in terms of research, AI can actually be really useful. Because you can tell it, hey, explain to me how this works like I'm an idiot. And it will. That's it's, a good one. It's it's pretty useful. I use ChatGPT for, like, physics homework help because I'm like, I don't understand this concept. I'm not a physics major. Dude, I was so bad at physics in high school. I was good at physics in high school. I just can't do it in college. I only passed my physics class because our final was, like, the review but in different order. So thanks. You, I only my passed teacher. my high school physics class because it was all... Uh, you just had to turn it in. Completion grades. Don't put physics into your writing is basically what we're saying, so we're not going to understand it. Yeah. I'm an <laughs> idiot. She's an idiot. Um. Don't pretend to be Sir Isaac <laughs> Newton here, okay? Yeah. We don't need no gravity in if our lives. If you're writing sci-fi, I would I'd do more research. Uh, fantasy, I do less because it doesn't matter as much. I just I can make whatever I want up. But if you're doing sci-fi, and especially if it takes place in our universe, learn how physics works to some extent so that if anyone picks up your book, 
they can like it instead of just people who don't know how physics works. Especially for writing sci-fi. A lot of physics people like sci-fi. Yeah. And that you don't want them to laugh at you, do you? Yeah, you don't want to be laughed at. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm laughing with them. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm uh, laughing with you awkwardly because I don't know what's going on. Yeah, um, libraries. Yeah, libraries. Reduce Use them. Read your resources. <laughs> um, and if you're really concerned about editing, back to editing really quick, uh, you can also use AI a little bit for that in terms of being like, hey, does this make any sense at all? Um, I do that sometimes, rarely, but I do use it, uh, especially if you don't know where to start with editing. I think that's a decent place to start in terms of like, hey, is this a coherent paragraph? Yeah. Things like that. A useful thing I've learned with AI is asking it to summarize, which is a weird thing. But if you put your story or part of it into like ChatGPT, which is what I use, and you ask it to summarize it, um, and if it gets it wrong, then the people reading it might also get it wrong. Obviously, it's an AI, so it's not as smart as real people. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, okay. Some Smarter than I'm some just, people. I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it can only use what the information it knows. It's not... I mean, ChatGPT is kind of locked in terms of information. That's just how it's made. Well, I, but some no, AI can learn. I think that's a good point, saying like that's they're only given the information that you give them and that's the same as readers because as writers we know everything that happens in our world or to our characters so we're like yeah of course that makes sense but when the readers read it they might be like that doesn't make any sense well in those terms but also <laughs> like readers have life experience yeah so they can re real humans life? can infer mm. uh, computers can't <laughs> yes but use yeah use whatever resources you have available to you i use my friends a lot i force them to read what i write i use tate i force her to read yeah what I he write. forces me to do it he locks me in a room without food and water and he says if i don't read anything that he writes then he won't let me out yeah which is really easy especially and in return she doesn't live here anymore he doesn't read anything i write <laughs> okay i write short stories she writes novels there's a difference i'm busy if you read it Ten pages at a time, it's like a short story. Uh, I guess you're right. <laughs> but I still think I've I've written more. Like, I think if you... I'd have to read way more of your stories for you to read a novel of mine. Yes. That, like, page-wise. Like, page-wise? Page page-wise, page yeah. Page, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the longest thing is probably my timelines, and that doesn't count. <laughs> but they do take up the most pages because there's tons of empty space. Nothing happened in year 432. Who cares? The peasants that I were still slaving. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm very sure that something did, actually. That sounds pretty close to certain crisis events. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's another thing. If you write things down, you don't have to memorize them. And so if someone asks you, you can just pull it up instead of being like, well, this, 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 and this. I... I know what happens in my story, but if someone asks me, I blank out, and so it's nice to write things down. <laughs> Steven couldn't be on Jeopardy. No, I, I would just forget things. Yeah, I forget literally everything. I mean, I've played Wii Jeopardy with you, and I'm bad at it. I love Wii Jeopardy. I don't think our Wii works anymore, though. It's yeah, unfortunately. Also because my host is Alex on Wii Jeopardy, so I can pretend he's still alive with us. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Yeah, that was really sad. <laughs> literally, though. I'm still upset about it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I'll 
obviously. We need to talk about anything else world building wise? I don't know. We did maps, sort of. He draws uh, them, make them nice, on make them real. Paper. You might want to look at like um, scales too of real continents. So if you're trying to make your thing walkable, you don't oh, make yeah. it insanely large. Like obviously someone can walk that far if they have enough time. But if you're trying to be like your character walk from one end of Africa to the other in three days, that's not going to happen. So looking at actual uh, continents on planet Earth and figuring out how big they are and their scale is probably helpful for also figuring out your world. Well, scale is just really useful in general. Yeah. Another thing is if you have a land that's like mine, say the size of like... I don't know, I think mine is the one... One of my continents is about the size of Mongolia. And so what I did is I was like, hey, what was the population of Mongolia in this year? So I know what I can and can't do. So with scale especially, especially with population, if you're writing, again, fantasy, but really anything, I guess, that has wars or battles, you're not going to be like, they had an army of 12 million, because that's really... No, that wouldn't happen. Logistically, that's already a nightmare, and just military-wise. But, like, there, you wouldn't be able to muster that strength from a, a small area. Unless it's way overpopulated. Well, yeah, but I dealt with overpopulation in my, in my stories by having a plague that killed people. <laughs> I uh, dealt with Because that's never it. happened in history, ever. <laughs> Yeah, there's never been a plague in history that I can remember, ever. No, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Good thing we don't read history books. <laughs> yeah, don't read history books uh, if you're writing any historical fiction. It's a waste of time. <laughs> Just make your own stuff up. It's fine. I don't know. I've read, I've read some historical fiction that's a lot more fiction than historical. Are you referring to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? No, I've never read that. <laughs> You've read that. I also shouted out in my first episode, I believe, so... And if you didn't, you just... Or like, my second one. No, I've definitely talked about it. So now okay. here's another shout-out for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And another shout-out for you, my brother Steven. Oh, thank goodness. I was worried <laughs> there. I was like, is Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter going to get more shouts out, shout-outs than I am? Well, did you just give him another shout-out? No, I wasn't shouting him out. I was just saying... Oh, that. okay. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. I mean, yeah, he was a good president, I guess. <laughs> February 12th, 1809. That's when he was born. Do you know that from... I'd know that from Bill and Ted's Oxen Adventure, which if you want to look at writing and good writing, you should go watch that movie. Yeah, I don't know anything about script writing. Um, some of my stuff reads like a script because if you don't know, this is a, an off topic of world building, but if you don't know how to, if you like writing dialogue, if you know what the dialogue you want, write a script and then fill in the blanks. That's smart. Yeah, because I have, like, whole conversations in my head, because I'm insane, um, that I write down. Because I'm like, why would I waste the time writing a bunch of scene description when, I already, when I'm going to forget this conversation in five minutes? Oh, yeah, I do that, too, though. Even if I'm writing and I think of something else that I'm going to forget, I just jump down to the bottom of my document and write out, like, whole scenes, and then I'll come back to where I was before. Yeah, one of my big, like, big plot points reads like a play. It has, like, scene directions, too. It's not a play. You can make it a play. Are we going to make it a play? You want to make a play? I'll perform it with you. Okay. Do I die in the end? There are several characters. No, it's actually... Oh, okay. So, this is actually one of the most boring scenes. And most people could probably skip it because it's kind of boring. It's like a trial. 
and the aftermath of a trial. So if you're not into like trials, <laughs> how many times can I say trial? I, don't know, I can't think of any other words. Uh, courtroom drama. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like a courtroom drama scene, except in a lacking drama. No. <laughs> so it's like imagine you took all the fantasy out of fantasy. That's basically what it is, because no one's doing anything interesting. They're just talking. Yeah, Which, I can I mean, play that part. Yeah. I can talk. <laughs> Clearly. <Really? laughs> but there's no there's no right way to write. I would say like whatever works for you works and if you get it edited and published good for you yeah that's how you do it yeah we're just throwing out ideas here that might help if you're like stuck and want to world build but whatever works for you do it i've written five novels and i don't world build at all oh yeah if you're stuck in an area of world building go to somewhere else do something else world build somewhere else something else different method whatever i don't stick to one project (laughs) He's a hopper. Yeah, I like to hop around. It's an issue, but it's it works for me because I only write short stories. I don't write large, really long fiction. One of mine is like longer, but like it's not. Like I want to know what large. you mean by long, like how many pages? <laughs> the one, the like the one in Ish Fidel, which if you read my ink it and shouting it out again, H Merrill. Um, if you read that. Yeah, it'll, it'll eventually be there. It's not there it'll right now. Eventually um, be there. But it's the one in Ishvidel, which if, that's a continent in the world I'm writing, and it's the the one with Dominic. Which oh, okay, I don't know yeah, how yeah. tied I am to that name. There again, I can just change it. I mean, I like the name Dominic, but I, I think it's okay. But I could change it. I'm not married to it. <laughs> I'm glad you're not married to it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little awkward. You can marry pretty much anything in Colorado, though. Which is where we're from, by the way. We're from Colorado. You just doxed me, thanks. <laughs> yes, good luck finding him. Yeah. Hmm. Of course, the only people who are going to listen to this are people. I can take that part out. Yeah. You want me to take that part out? I don't okay. actually care. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Colorado. Help. <laughs> I don't know. If you go on her Insta, she follows me. And then you could just realize I'm from Colorado because I have pictures of things from Colorado. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be a creeper like that, yeah, you could. You can stalk my Insta. I don't have anything there right now. But I don't know when this comes out, so maybe I will. In two weeks. Yeah, I might have stuff there. I just post pictures there. Why would I post anything else? Isn't that what it's for? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't really know how to use social media. I think I already said that, but no, whatever. I don't know how it works. I was very confused. Yeah, Instagram confused me and frustrated me when I first had it, but I'm sort of... I, I can at least post things, hey! Yeah, don't you post, like, pictures and then, like, write under them? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mine was just going to be pictures. Why would I write things under them? Some of them have captions, like, giraffe. <laughs> or In case king. you're dumb and don't know it's a giraffe. <laughs> none of them are long. None of them are really long. It's not like I write short I stories the point. on my Insta. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I used to have Facebook when I was younger. That made a lot more sense. Wow. (laughs) He had a Facebook when he was younger. Crazy. I don't have a Facebook anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm not old. Hey. Yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) That was a social media rant, which has nothing to do with writing. Unless you write on social media. Yeah. 
Well, we promote ourselves on social media or try to. It's, you know. I guess. My social media has nothing to do with my writing. I just like taking pictures of weird things. I mean, mine's not strictly dedicated to my writing. I'm just like, I I post whatever I want. it's APB. It's a... Art, photography, books. There we go. Yeah. But also just whatever I want to, I can because it's mine. So, anything else? Uh, I think I pretty much covered it. Don't stress yourself out about world building. It can be daunting for some people. He just tapped me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I think that's implied that I was talking about you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it can be really scary. Don't stress it. Just do minimum research, I would say. Because if, again, what I'm doing, yeah, you don't like me. She doesn't like when I say unnecessary. I, it, it's a lot. I'll say that then. It's a lot. I go into extreme detail. And you don't need to do that because your reader probably won't see that. Unless they're really invested in it, then they will. But like a casual reader will just read the stories you write, not the massive non-fictions I write or the world I built. They don't really care as much. So if it depends who you're, you're looking at. I mean, you should get, you should write to the people who enjoy reading your stories but even then, you don't need to really do as much as I do. I would say I'm going above what I need to be doing. Yeah. Or do what works for you. Yeah. You know, if you like doing it a lot, keep doing it. If you don't, do minimal work, however it fits into your world, you know? Yeah. My biggest thing I can stress, <coughs> and I can't stress enough, is be consistent. Yeah. And that's the biggest benefit, I think, of world building is probably consistency, scale, um, how things interact. Oh, yeah, I didn't really touch on that. Whoops, I forgot about that. <laughs> we still have time. Um, the use of mapping, the, the biggest use of mapping is if you're doing multi-continent or multi-land stories is where they all are in relation to each other so you know how they're interacting with each other. A lot of my stories are interacted over a sea because the, all the continents are, well, they're not like teeny tiny, but a lot of them are kind of smaller and they're islands. Like Australia. Smaller continent, island. (laughs) Smaller continent, island? It is a smaller continent, and it is an island. And most of Australia, that's not Australia, Australia, is all islands. They're small islands. Oh, you mean it's not mainland Australia? Well, yeah. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean by Australia, Australia? (laughs) The the country, Australia. There's another thing... Just for ease of the reader, well, you can do this if you want to confuse them. Don't name countries the same as your continents. That's mean. That confuses people. <laughs> yeah, that would confuse me. Um, I did that for a while, and then I got fed up because I was annoying myself. I was like, wait, which which one does this take place in? The continent or, or the, the country. country. <laughs> yeah, so I got fed up. Yeah. And I changed it. Keep an index for yourself. It's helpful. Keep an it's index. Okay. Uh, my newest project is a giant encyclopedia. Encyclopedia Orthanica. <laughs> is that what it's going to be called? No, it's the Encyclopedia of Peoples and Places. Oh. <laughs> it's a way for me to write down all the rules of not only the continents, but also because when I get into like the sci-fi portion, there's also more than one planet. And I'm like, ooh. I guess this is where I'm saying it's so much. It's a lot. Yeah. Just, Yeah. Do whatever you want. But this is an overtime thing. I'm not like, hey, I'm going to sit down for a year and write 
10,000 years of, <laughs> of history. I mean, if you wanted to, I guess you I have things could, to do. Like, <laughs> I have but things. he is going to school right now. I guess they might kick him out if he didn't show up. Maybe they'll kick you out if you don't show up. They're kicking me out if I got really, really bad grades over and over again. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's university. We're adults. We don't have to go to class if we don't want to. Your grade might suffer, but whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> I've skipped class before. <gasps> oh, my. And you know what I did? I wrote. <laughs> I worked on I the stories. Care. I've skipped classes before to go to concerts, so that's not even working on uh, my own yeah. stuff. Just w- spending money to <laughs> watch people sing, and it was awesome, and it was worth oh, it. Oh, concerts so. are really fun. I didn't think I'd like them. Yeah. I've been going to concerts. They're fun. Yeah. Well, listen. But I think the biggest reason you should skip class, and if, if you take anything away from this hour and so long, is uh, skip class to write. Yeah. Steven just encouraged people to skip class, so listen to Steven. Yeah. We, got, we still have 625 hours we could record, by the way. I don't think anyone wants to listen to, and I don't think you could upload a 625-hour-long podcast. I'd have to break it up into parts. Well, a single episode. I was just letting you know, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, your computer can handle 625 hours and 46 minutes. Because, like, are you like, oh, my, I forgot to talk about maps and how they interact with people. And I was like, we got time. 625 hours of time. Yeah, wasn't your first episode, like, 28 minutes? It was, like, 30. Oh, whoa. Eight. I just made that up. I don't know how long. 32, 36, 34. In the 30s. It was maybe 41. In the 30s. That's what you're going to be soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So rude. How long is my first episode? 33 minutes. Sorry. It was in the 30s. Ah. It's (laughs) That's our older imaginary brother. No, he's real. He's not that old. 33. Well, yeah. I meant like around his age. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> like, because that would make me already in my 30s. You're almost there. No. <laughs> I still got another seven months. You can keep lying to yourself, but you're almost 30. I still have seven months. I have seven months. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 23 and I haven't accomplished anything. So You're a good world builder. <laughs> but yeah, but you got an ink it. Plug. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Inkit's a good resource. If actually people know other ones that are better for publishing short stories, let me know. Yeah. But ones that I can retain the rights, because the issue was finding somewhere to post it where it's like, hey, you can post it here, but you can also publish it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. If you publish things online, watch out for the rights, because you want to be able to pull it down and publish it wherever you want, whenever you want. No matter what. Yeah. So, unless you don't. Like, if you don't care, then, yeah, post it wherever you want. But if you do care about retaining the rights to your stories, which I highly suggest you should care about, then watch out where you post it. Read their things. Read the fine print. Yeah, keep your intellectual property your intellectual property. Yeah. Or Disney will get it and make horrible movies out of it. Anyway, okay. um, We didn't say that. What? No, we love Disney. Dun, 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 dun. They own half the world. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, but we they don't love own you. Google, and Google has the podcast service that I listen to podcasts on, so <laughs> it's okay. Right. Well, that's world building episode two. I feel like I didn't talk about world building. Well, that was on you, man. I told you it was... You just sat down and were like, world building, talk about it. Yeah, and you were like, I love world building earlier. And then he just yeah, said, I, like I don't building, know what like, to talk about. I'm not a teacher. I don't know how to teach people how to world build or tell people how to world build. <laughs> Whatever. I can world build. 
Yes. World. We'll just do a live stream of me world building. It'll be really fun. It'll be me on a computer <laughs> going, like, having my hands to my head and just being like, oh, for, like, three hours. Yeah. How does that sound? That sounds great. Sounds okay. like that one time the BBC or something decided to live broadcast an archaeological dig. Except, oh. guess what? They're not actually like Indiana Jones. So yeah, it's just digging. three hours of people digging and maybe finding a pottery shard. Yeah, it sounds really And fun. then they realized, hey, we should never do this again. <laughs> I don't know. I think the best BBC thing was like it's it was I don't know how long it was, but it was just like dead air. It was fantastic. It was, it was just someone yeah, but it was like their news anchor just standing there being like <laughs> They had they were just like looking at their notes on the desk. And they just didn't realize the camera had come back to them? Yeah, and it was forever. That's like, fantastic. It took way too long for them to realize. Love it. I don't know, shouldn't the producer Poor like reporters. shout at them or like throw something at them? They were probably speaking into their mic. I've zoned out once so much that someone who was sitting right next in a desk right next to me at school is going Tate, 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 Tate for like a minute, and I was just completely ignoring them. Maybe you should be medicated for that. No. Okay. People just need to touch me or call me Tatiana, People and I'll snap to you. You're gross. I'm fine. Like, if they poked me in the elbow, it's not going to... Ow. <laughs> he just whacked me. <laughs> just try to get your See? attention. Okay, and was it nasty? Do you have some skin infection now? I could, who knows? Yeah, that's true. It take time to manifest. Yeah. I'm going to rub my skin cells all over you. Yeah, gross. There you go. Well, that's the end of this podcast. Steven now has a skin infection and I have less skin. Yeah, but I talked about world building. Yeah. So, world building episode two. I don't know what we'll call this one. Uh, World building episode two. I was going to go for a Star Wars one, but I can't think of anything. Oh, um... I don't know. Let's uh, attack the clones. Uh, Steven Strikes Back. I don't know. That's episode five. <laughs> that's episode five? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's two. true. Oh, Attack of the Clones, Attack of the Steve. I don't know. Attack of the Steven. Steven Strikes Back. Steven. Um, but I, I was never introduced. Oof. That's hard. What do you mean you were never introduced? I introduced you at the beginning of this. You can't strike back during your strike. That's not how it works. I might have mentioned you in the other world building one. Uh, I don't know. I think I did. It hasn't come out yet. When we're recording this, it's not out yet. So yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. So you should listen to it and then you'll know. I don't know. This last like 20 minutes hasn't even been about world building except the whole map thing. I guess you could probably cut it. We should probably. I don't know. I keep all of my stuff in. <laughs> except for ums nice. that are left randomly on the air. Now there's an extra one. So yeah. <laughs> Lovely. So you don't leave in dead air, but you leave all of the nonsense in? Yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah. That's a pretty casual format. I like it. Exactly. Unless it's something ridiculous, but I mean, it's a tangent, and then it comes back to it, and then we're laughing about it, and then reference it later or something. I just have to keep all the crappy stuff in. Well, this is also really important, because you're introducing me as a character on your podcast, and I'm surely going to be a reoccurring character. That's yeah. not foreshadowing whatsoever. It's not. And by the way, Steven's just a character. He's not even my brother. I've been gaslighting you this whole time. Thanks for listening. Enjoy reading. Enjoy writing. Enjoy hey, wait, life. Wait, wait. What? 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 Well, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> In your Insta. Come on. And there, socials. I tried to end it trying to gaslight all of them, which was maybe uh-huh. a gaslight. So but once she again, said earlier she was going to shout it out at the end. Yeah. Okay. So you can. What's your Instagram, though? Should they, they can follow just find you? it through you. I don't care if you follow me. It's just for... Oh, okay. Gosh. He doesn't care about that. So go to his Inkit. That's I-N-K-I-T-T dot com. And it's H, as in Harry, Merrill. 
M E R R I L L, right? Yeah, you spell it better than Joe does. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Joe's our other imaginary brother. Yes. So find him on Inkit. And you can follow me on Instagram at tatesapb. You can go to my website at tatesapb.com. You can reach out to me on both of those, what you would like to hear about, if you have any questions, if you want to smack me in the face. Uh, yeah, that's it. And if you have any questions for me, reach out to her. Or oh, yeah. I guess you could follow me on my Instagram. It's my name, Giraffe. No spaces, no underscores. Yep, that's my name, Giraffe. I will only post pictures there with limited to no captions. Yeah, so that's that. Have fun. Thanks for listening. You should definitely subscribe because this is the best podcast you've ever heard. Yeah. I cannot guarantee that. Is this, isn't this the best podcast you've ever heard? It's the best podcast I've ever been on. What, do you even listen to any other podcasts? Yeah. Oh. Rarely. See, this is the best <laughs> podcast he's ever been on and that he ever listens to consistently. Okay. Sure. do subscribble Uh, yep thank you everyone thanks for listening this is the end bye tune in next time i just said this is the end and you said tune in next time because that's what news news people do Um, if i say the end are you gonna say something else after it no the end